If you're a beginner to amateur motorsport competitor, then today's episode is for you as we are talking about getting started in motorsport sponsorship. We're going to be covering what is and isn't sponsorship, the first steps to get started, and why motorsport is a business. I hope you enjoy today's show. Hello crew and welcome to episode 153 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host Belinda Risley and today, as my just stated, we are talking about getting started in motorsport sponsorship. So uh, for those, Hello, crew, and welcome to episode 153 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Risley, and as our intro stated, today we are talking about getting started in motorsport sponsorship. Obviously, crew, that we have done 152 episodes prior to this one. So if you're new, hello and welcome. But also, if you're after some more free content, please race back and catch up on those other episodes where we do cover things like motorsport fitness, nutrition, mindset, social media, branding, and public relations. More importantly, team, what is sponsorship? Well, let's talk about what's not sponsorship, I guess. Um, there's sometimes when we're new and we've never dealt with sponsorship or like we like to say is motorsport marketing is what sponsorship isn't. So sponsorship is not a donation. It's not just about receiving money. It's an actual partnership where both sides contribute to each other's success. It's definitely not a one-way street. It is a one, sponsorship isn't a one-sided agreement. It's not just sponsors giving athletes also offer value through exposure and representation. It has to work both ways. And it's definitely not um, add ticket for instant success. So sponsorship isn't a guarantee of instant success. It requires effort, dedication, and ongoing commitment to building a successful relationship. So the, I think the biggest challenge when it comes to motorsport athletes seeking sponsorship is that they don't actually realize how much time and commitment it takes for the entire process. There are so many steps that it takes before someone can know who you are, build build sorry, to know who you are and for you to build your brand and the people to people being sponsors to identify if they want to work with you or not. It's not a simple process as cold calling somebody and say, hey, here's my proposal. I'm going to be the next F1 driver. You should get on board. But what sponsorship can do for you? Recently, we've put out a blog around the different types of sponsorship. So I'll put a link to that blog in today's show notes if you're interested, which goes obviously into a lot more details. There's actually five different types of sponsorships available. Unfortunately, financial, which everybody is after, is obviously the hardest to get, especially if you don't have a brand, especially if you don't have racing achievements. So there's lots of other things which we're going to go through in the second section of today's episode about how you can build that brand and get some more awareness around your racing career and basically just finding someone to come on that journey with you to fulfill your 
a career of whether it's racing NASCAR, whether it's supercars or whatever your final destination is. But what sponsorship can actually do for an athlete? It obviously can support um, financially, but um, to the other types of sponsorship is products and services. So um, it can alleviate costs, I guess, indirectly by offering you products and services either for free or at a reduced cost. Uh, it certainly can help you build your brand. Um, kind of sponsorship is like a car accident, I say, um, in, in a horrible way. Yeah, but it's kind of like once somebody stops and has a look, everybody else stops and has a look about who's this person, why should I invest in them? Um, and so it really does help build your brand once you start to obtain one to two to three sponsors. And of course, once you put those sponsors on board, you're going to start to receive the best of the best, whether again, it's products, whether it's their services, whether it's their networking connections. So there's a lot of positives of having sponsorship other than just financials. So when it comes to the first steps of um, doing sponsorship, everyone's like, oh, how do I get sponsors? The first thing is that you really need to work out what are your expenses. So what do you actually need to go racing? And I need you to be quite literal in that expense sheet. You need to sit down and actually think about the time loss, so wages that you need to cover. Ideally, um, you want to um, cover mum or dad, or if you are the parent of the motorsport athlete, you want to be able to cover your wages as well, especially if you've got a excuse me, small business. You need to be able to cover things like travel, incidentals, um, if you've had an accident, race repairs, rebuilding an engine, um, test days, test days of other categories that you want to, to trial. So you really need to sit down and take that time collectively um, as, a, as a business, um, so whether you're a family team or whether it's like you working with a manager, and actually write down all of those expenses that you think that you're going to incur in the upcoming race season. Because there is nothing worse than when an athlete commits to a category and gets halfway through the year and runs out of money. So sometimes when you sit down and write out these expenses, you might be wanting to go and race Formula Ford, but at the end of the day, you might find out that it's too expensive and that it's really not going to be within your budget or within um, the realistic time frame to actually seek out sponsorship. So you might have to consider other categories that are going to be more suitable for your budget. Um, on that note, uh, coming up probably in about October, I will be doing an interview series around categories and um, trying to have either the category owner or the category manager or someone who works within the category onto the show to discuss how their category actually operates, um, the costing, privacy versus joining into a team. Um, that would hopefully help you with that budget side of things. So again, once you've identified all of those expenses with all of those incidentals, also including personal training, nutritional requirements, food on a race weekend, flying family and friends and sponsors, hosting events, everything into that realistic expense, then you can work out which category you're going to run and what you can afford to do the entire series then you need to work out what benefits can you actually offer our sponsor. 
And yeah, obviously sponsors are looking for more than just a logo on a car. And everybody's kind of reason to motorsport marketing or motorsport sponsorship is going to be quite different. And you're not going to know what to actually put into your motorsport sponsorship proposal unless you've actually had a few conversations. A lot of people kind of get in contact or, or think that the first step is actually just getting a proposal to somebody. But unless you know what the actual perspective wants and needs are out of that sponsorship or out of that marketing relationship is very hard to know what to put into the proposal. So you really need to um, engage with a prospect. You need to having conversations around what are they wanting to get out of it. Maybe it is just a, a one round only um, sponsor, which is fantastic. But again, you need to know how you can work with them, what you can offer them and how best they're going to get the return on investment. And that you can showcase that to them after the, the event, which is ideally um, that then you can go back and then ask them for maybe another round or for, for some more um, funding. But at the end of the day, you need to come up with a list of benefits that you can own. Obviously, if you're a small business, there's a, a lot more opportunities that you can maybe do some conscious depending on what type of small business that you offer. If you don't, then you need to think about your external skills and interests that you have. Are you a chef? Do you like cooking? Can you play the piano? All of those kind of um, interests and hobbies do still play a very important part when it comes to developing your benefits. So those first three steps that you need to decide about motorsport sponsorship before you get started about who is to work out what are your expenses, then what realistically can you race, and then what are the benefits that you can offer that prospect in, in a partnership over the, the amount of time that you need to raise, whether that's six race meetings, whether it's 15, whether it's 35 race meetings, it does not matter. But ideally, you're wanting to have enough budget and benefits to sustain that relationship over that period of time. And then once you've got all of those steps into place, the next thing is to work out how you start promoting yourself to perspective prospects. Uh, as we know, motorsport is a business. So for those who've been following me for a long time, I actually do have a course called Motorsport is a Business. Um, but if not, if you're new to my world, then motorsport is a business, guys. <laughs> um, as I mentioned earlier on, that motorsport is about motorsport sponsorship, sorry, is about motorsport marketing. Okay. And so as a business, you, the athlete, become a business. And so I highly recommend that you set yourself up as a business so that you get an ABN if you're here in Australia. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the same um, in the US as well. And that, sorry, I just had to have a glass of water for those that are live. Um, and that from that point, you need to do some key components. So number one, you need to start to build your brand how you start to build your brand you need to work out what are your values okay what's really important to you is it climate change is it the economy is it um you know being known to be a, a bfg a big friendly giant whatever your values are you need to take the time to sit down and start to write them out because that's going to help you identify which sponsors to go and seek this is basically identifying who you are or what you want to be known for as an athlete. And then once you've identified that, then you need to duplicate that and that being your 30-second pitch into your bios across all of your social media platforms um, 
or platform that you want people to start knowing about you. And you need to include things that are personal as well. Like, are you married? Are you single? Are you still at school? How many siblings do you have? Do you have any fur babies? All of those kind of things we all want to know about. So please make sure you include those. Um, and this is when we're talking about building a brand. It's also around about your colors. What's, what colors is going to be your logo? Um, you need to start to develop your story, your why, as to why people should come up onto your journey with you. Why should they be investing within you? Um, all of this is in close, encapsulated, sorry, about building your brand. And then the second thing is about getting active on social media. So you don't need to be across all of the platforms. I mean, who has time to be across all of the social media platforms? Um, and again, depending on where you're listening in the world, like there's different platforms for different areas these days that, that are more prominent than others. Excuse me. At, at the end of the day, as an athlete, um, it's just important just to be on one, um, just one that really resonates with you and one that doesn't make you feel like you've got to do it You've got to post something because it is a chore. So just making sure that you find, identify one social media platform where you can um, really showcase, again, who you are. Importantly, being consistent, posting regularly. You know, even if you only race six times a year, you're needing to fill that, that page with content. Um, and there's lots of different ideas that we have every month. We have a social media content planner that we put out and there could be a focus one month on Instagram, the next focus month, sorry, the focus is on YouTube and then the focus is on Facebook, um, TikTok, obviously you get the picture, but each month that does come out towards the end of the month um, that you can engage. It's about five to six page PDF documentation that gives you some ideas. It gives you a calendar that you can actually go in and put all your personalized key events and then you work backwards to fill in all the other dates. Um, obviously, you put your race dates in, you put your testing dates in, you're putting in anything. Uh, sponsors, obviously, if they've got a launch, if you're attending a sponsored event, um, and then you can kind of work out how to fill in those um, missing dates quite easily after that. And then when it comes to getting active on social media, um, just remember that people want to know who you are. So just be mindful of the of your core images. For example, on Facebook, um, in the Facebook profile image, you don't want a photo with you on your helmet or in sunglasses. Sponsors, fans, they want to know who you are, what you actually look like, okay? And use the platform to tell your story. Um, maybe it's a rags to riches story. Maybe it's just a story of passion or um, maybe you are one of those people that have been gaming and now have come across um, to the actual real thing. So whatever your story is, please make sure you're telling it across your, your socials because that is where the um, sponsors are going to go and look as well. And then and the other tip with those socials is make sure that within your um, handle, so when you're setting up those accounts, try not to put your race numbers. I know it's getting harder and harder these days to try and get the perfect race at the perfect handle. When I say handle, that's like your at. Say so like mine's at motivate underscore T. Um, so try, try not to add the number on the end because as you can imagine, if you're a perspective sponsor they're not going to know to look for your race number at the end of the day and so if they can't find you on social um, it could be automatically across against your application for sponsorship 
And then the third thing about seeking sponsorship is trying to gain exposure. Obviously, once you've got sponsors, it's a lot easier because you can both co-promote. But if you're needing sponsorship, you need to um, engage with your local press. You need to engage with your commentator. And the most important thing there is you need to network. Um, whether you're networking, you're joining the local business community, whether you're networking online, um, you need to be networking on LinkedIn um, to try and find prospects, again, that are going to follow you and get embraced in your motorsport journey. All right, team, well, I could keep going. I actually can imagine there's so many things I can say about um, getting started in motorsport um, sponsorship. We do have a basic course available if you are wanting some more information about getting started. But um, starting September 18th, we've got a major winning sponsorship course, um, which is going to be online. It's live. It's four weeks. At the end of the four weeks, you should have developed a full sponsorship strategy. And again, as earlier mentioned that when it comes to sponsorship, sponsorship seeking is it does become I don't want to say a task, I don't want to say a chore, but really it is a task that needs to be um, completed each and every week, you know, ideally from one to four hours um, a day, really, just depending on how much sponsorship you are actually needing. So be realistic about seeking sponsorship, be realistic about what category you can race, but at the end of the day, you need to be putting in the work and the time to be able to get you those results. So I'll put in today's show notes a link to the waitlist. Um, if you go into the waitlist, there's a, a lot more bonuses and there's a discounted rate um, to join that winning sponsors course, which is going to kick off on Monday, September 18th. Um, so if you're interested, I can't wait for you to join us. Um, otherwise, stay tuned for next week's episode and be sure to race back and check out the 152 other episodes. Thanks for listening.